You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. into this like oh i'm free now i can do this and do that but lose sight of the fact that this is still a human endeavor yeah and it's still a relationship welcome to multi-monogamous with ghost where we discuss the poly galaxy and many things in between we cover everything from the origins and history of polyamory and polygamy to various individual experiences within polyamory here we also discuss the deeper issues like poly relationship therapy the stigmas facing polyamory and how to redefine various alternative lifestyle companionships that's right you got it you're at the right place at the right time you're inside the world of multi-monogamous with ghost peace peace y'all even plugged in <laughs> multi-monogamous y'all what's up this is ghost 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 peace how you be what is multi-monogamous you like man you ain't gonna do no foreplay can, can we like have a little bit of sweet talk or something before we just dive into it um yeah we can do a little sweet talk i am actually in georgia um i stay at different campgrounds like i told you on the first episode uh have a nomadic lifestyle. Um, it's been nomadic for pretty much about three years now. So um, yeah, I'm up in up in, up in North Georgia. I ain't gonna give out no details where I be yet, cause you know some of y'all might be crazy. But um, I figured I'd go ahead and do an episode before I feed my my children, aka my dogs. Now. You good? Foreplay over with. <laughs> Let's get to it. What is multi-monogamy? <clears throat> yeah, so I'm going to read to you what I have written, had written. Multi-monogamy. An individual who threw... Let me try that again. <laughs> it's late. An individual who through various experiences or due to an innate knowing or feeling desires or needs more than one partner and occasionally frequently or exclusively engages with individuals of the opposite or same sex who are monogamous in nature i know that was a mouthful okay i'm gonna read it one more time okay an individual who through various experiences or due to an innate 
knowing or feeling desires or needs more than one partner and occasionally, frequently or exclusively engages with individuals of the opposite or same sex who are monogamous in nature. That's it. All right, that'll do it for this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, that is the uh, that is my excuse me because you know again this word um, it's not on the internet so that's my definition. Uh, if you find some body like Oxford or somebody using it, let me know because they're going to pay me. No, I'm joking. But yeah, that's my definition. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go through polymono also or ambiambrous. Um, a relationship in which one partner identifies as polyamorous and the other partner identifies as monogamous. Real simple. And uh, that comes off of IG uh, from this IG page called the Poly Perspective. It's a really dope uh, IG page. So. So, yeah, that's that is what multi monogamous is. And I know you got a whole bunch of questions. I'll answer some of them. A lot of them are going to be answered in something else soon. Yeah. So one question you might have, I'll do two. Okay. I'll do, I'll do two questions. One question you might have is why, why must a polyamorous person even consider a monogamous individual? Don't you have enough of your own? I really don't know if that's how you sound it when you ask that question but i'm gonna assume because because i get it you know i know that uh, a lot of people or some people rather just can't really wrap their minds around why you know an, an individual who's polyamorous in nature would even consider that and and vice versa like why would a monogamous person consider that the answer is actually kind of simple and that would be why do you desire who you're with period Let's say you're monogamous. You're listening right now. You're monogamous. Why do you desire the individual you're with? Or let's say you're single. Why do you desire monogamous individuals? It's the same thing. Like there is no right or wrong when it comes to ethics. Let's let's start right there. When it comes to ethics between partner or partners, rather, it's all about mutual consensual agreements and mutual compromises. You see, you are not allowed to project your ethics onto somebody else's template, onto somebody else's reality. Now, we do it all the time. Hypocritically, I'm sure I do it all the time. Well, maybe not all the time. I'm pretty aware, but probably do it sometimes. You know, we all have a hypocrite, hippo, hip, We all have those moments. <laughs> I told you it's late. I told you it's late. But um, <laughs> yeah, send me somebody hit me up on IG and, and tell me what the word actually is. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that that's really simple. That's really what it is. An example I'm sure you're looking for is, you know, Okay, I'll use me as an example. I'm going to make up an example. I don't want to use real life examples at this present moment. But I could be out somewhere or um, it's, I don't know, caught up in some 
project with a few people and I come across an individual and we, we hit it off. Boom. It's on. All right. We exchange numbers or social media handles and blah, blah, blah. And now we're on to the next level, which is conversation. Or maybe we go out or whatever. And after the first or second um, outing, I won't even call it a date because I don't I just be wanting to just hang out these days. I need to get to know you first for a while, actually. <laughs> but, um, you know, we hit it off whenever, however many times it's, it's taken us to get to that point. And we've discovered that we vibe really, really well. And we've discovered that we we want to maybe move forward. Now, this is obviously beyond the moment of me letting this individual know that, hey, um, and this is because my antennas are up, meaning that at some point throughout the interaction, I've started to feel like, I think this might be something else, which in turn will make me convey to the individual that, hey, you might need to know this. I am polyamorous and they might be like, "Mm, I'm monogamous. Okay, why move forward? Well, the thing is, individuals got different desires and needs. A popular saying is, what does you being monogamous have to do with me being polyamorous if you desire one person then you just desire one person if you desire um, other things that come along with uh desiring one person then then that's a different story but if it's if it's just about you desiring or needing one partner and that's it then then there's a different conversation to be had for those individuals who are interested in those type of companionships, not for you, if you're monogamous again, and and I, I don't know if I've said this before. I usually do a disclaimer on my podcast episodes, but I just want you to know that in no shape, form or fashion am I encouraging you to experiment and try anything in particular like what species of animal are you <laughs> or what species of human are you? However you want to put it, know that about yourself. You know, um, this is, this is not like some type of, uh, playground thing where you can just try stuff out, you know, or again, I am this authority on, this is how you do it. I had, I do not, <laughs> I repeat, I do not, have it all together i do not have all the answers and that's why i always make it very clear that a lot of what i'm saying is based off of exploration but i believe in duality and i believe that many many multiple things can exist simultaneously all right so i just want to make that clear and in addition to that i want to make clear too that anything you hear on my podcast episodes whether it be from me or my guests whatever it may be do your own research do not take anything anybody says word for word do your own research if it feels right to you and you want to digest it from that perspective and apply it then that's cool but you will not ever come back to me and be like hey you told me that uh-uh i ain't tell you nothing i ain't tell you nothing so i just want to make sure those disclaimers are clear okay Don't forget to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry, and other podcast platforms you visit often.
Again, circling back around, this is for the monogamous individual that's interested that or or has or is participating in polyamory. If you're a monogamous individual, you're not going to understand that you're going to be you're going to be, you know, the funk face throughout this whole episode. And I don't even know why you listen, <laughs> but you might be here to learn something. So, yeah. So everybody has desires and needs. So when a polyamorous individual comes across a monogamous individual that he or she likes, it might not be worth it to be like, let's just throw it away. Let's move on. Let's just be friends or let's not even like be in each other's reality no more because it is worth exploring to those individuals because one person may have a desire and need that can be traded for another person's desires um, and needs. And somewhere in the middle of that you can find this balance now it doesn't work for everybody and a lot of these companionships do end up being seasonal and people who are polyamorous that have or choose to uh entertain i don't use the word entertain but that choose to participate and engage in relationships with individuals who are of a different classification regarding uh, relationship building and stuff like that we, we know we know what comes along with that. The objective for many of us is long term companionship, you know. Moving forward, you have these things that you end up desiring to trade and it works. It's called balance in monogamous relationships. It's no different. You are a monogamous woman or man. You meet another monogamous woman or man. And you start building and you're building and you get to a point, whether early on or whenever, that you're like, hey, I I like you and I want to move forward. Same thing. What's the trade offs? What do you have that I need or desire that's going to elevate me, raise my vibrations, move me to the next level? As a woman, you have that. As a man, same thing. You have these desires and needs. He is looking for the same thing in his companionship. Uh, his companion rather what do you have that i need that's gonna move me forward etc 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 you get it so that's what i mean by when i say it's simple that's why a polyamorous individual uh will choose to engage and develop a companionship with a monogamous individual and vice versa that's why a monogamous individual will do the same thing there are other reasons i don't want you to listen to this or write whatever i'm saying down and be like well this is the reason no that's this is this is one reason i'm giving you one example i'm giving you one reason all right um what might be another question that you might ask jealousy questions hmm how how is it that the monogamous who only wants one person is okay with the poly individual having more partners? Well, I can't answer that. I'm just joking. I can answer that question. Um, again, I have one answer out of many to this particular perspective or question. It's not easy. Okay. It's not easy. Conversation communications is clearly and precisely how um, an effective multi-monogamous relationship works a excuse me a monogamous individual may desire a few things moving forward with an individual that's polyamorous he or she may desire um std check-ins 
to make them feel at comfort. He or she may desire that you put a cap or limit on how many partners that you decide to um, interact with. He or she may desire this interesting phrase that I've come across recently called D-A-D-T. Don't ask, don't tell. There are people in the poly community that hates that phrase. They just, ooh, they just think it's awful because they just feel like people who practice D-A-D-T somehow, somewhere are going to find their face hurt because the poly individual is going to be cheating and all blah, 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 blah. Listen, let me, t- let me, let me tell you something right quick regarding that. What I want to express is that being in a relationship polyamorous whether it's two polyamorous individuals whether it's a polyamorous individual and a monogamous whether it's a monogamous and a monogamous it's still always going to be about trust it's always going to have to be a certain amount of trust there there are bad apples in every type of companionship every type of companionship if you do not do the work whatever that may be for the moment we're going to define work as patience and taking your time to get to know somebody if you don't do the work then that's one way that you may find out that you've caught that you've found that that you will find yourself in something that you shouldn't be in and it doesn't matter what type of relationship that you're in and yes sometimes you do the work sometimes you take the time and you get to know somebody and it's been a year or two or whatever. And you still get with the individual and you find out that they are scum of the earth. It happens. It's a part of this journey. It's a part of being in this physical realm. There are just no there's just no perfection, no right or wrong. Excuse me. No, you know, perfect guaranteed routes to success regarding companionships. You just got to live and you just got to learn. And um, that's not a sufficient answer for a lot of people. Nevertheless, when it comes to D.A.D.T., as far as don't ask, don't tell, which I will you know, dive further into in a second, um, you, you got to get to know the person you're with. I actually do practice D.A.D.T. in my companionships, not all of them, but I do in some of them. Um, ironically, not knowing what D.A.D.T. means, I used to call it. Um, out of mind, out of sight. Here's the kicker. The kicker is I don't choose to um, incorporate DADT in my companionships, meaning that it's not like I involve myself with somebody and I'm like, hey, all right, just letting you know that this is how it's going to go. I'm not going to share anything about my other partners with you. I actually ask a question at the beginning of the entrance of every companionship, do you want to know or do you not want to know? It's up to you. And what your response is, is how I'm going to carry myself in this isolated companionship. And I've had partners that choose D-A-D-T. So to answer your question, a monogamous individual may choose to just not want to know all that stuff. And that's okay too. Now, some people might be like, well, I don't think that's good because you really need to face, you know, come face to face with your feelings regarding jealousy. There you go again with your projections again. You are not allowed to do that here. (laughs) This is a safe space. I am a safe space person. Um, How an individual chooses to to deal with um, jealousy and stuff like that is on them. There are a lot of individuals that do need to be one on one with that. 
Um, there are other individuals that need to deal with it indirectly. Who's to say otherwise how someone needs to deal with uh, various emotions? Emotions are complex in general. Emotions are complex in general. And how one chooses to go about sitting with their emotions is on that individual. What I will say, though, is an individual who chooses DADT, um, oftentimes it's just, it's just about communications. They may not want to know and they may and they know because they they know because they're they choose to be in that particular relationship. They will usually at some point in time express various things about the fact that an individual is with um, more than one partner. It is up to that polyamorous individual to effectively affirm, you know, affirm, confirm and convey what needs to be conveyed in good quality communications that there's nothing to be worried about. And whatever else that needs to be said. Again, I'm not going to go too deep into like how that looks. Um, I do have real life examples, but I'm not going to get into that on this because it's supposed to be covered in future episodes. So that is the answer to that question regarding jealousy. Jealousy is a thing. Um, and just to point it out from a polyamorous point of view that jealousy does happen from that perspective, too. As a polyamorous individual who chooses to connect and um, participate in companionship with a monogamous individual speaking for myself I do make it very clear that the monogamous I make it very clear to the monogamous individual that I'm with that if they desire to choose to explore themselves also with more than one partner they are allowed to do so um, it is at that point that we are to go back to um, the table and discuss the contract that was set. I know that's a terrible word. It sounds like it's business. It's not business, but it is an agreement. It is an agreement. That's for sure. So revise the agreement and uh, mutually come to a decision whether or not the um, relationship needs to move forward still or if it's OK for it to continue and for it to be a full uh, poly on poly companionship uh, some individuals I'm okay with them doing that some individuals I may feel like the season is up anyways and it may may be time to move on so so with that being said um, yeah I'm a I'm a I'm a fair person anything that I do I feel like the other individuals should be able to do also and I'm still growing and I'm still learning and again keep in mind you know this is a new me at this present moment, it wasn't always like this. It wasn't always like this. I'm still growing. And um, if I had known what I know now, I, I, I feel like I, man, I, I would have been a much better person. And again, I, I've, I've hurt people's feelings not knowing any better. So everything that I'm sharing with you at this particular point in time is, man, it's, it's, it's really uh, coming to the surface over the past, uh, mm, I would say, few Man, maybe three to six months. Who knows? It's all coming together, rather. So, yeah, that is what multi-monogamous is. Those are a couple of questions associated with multi-monogamous. And we'll just call this multi, excuse me, we'll call it what is multi-monogamous part one. I will do a what is multi-monogamous part two 
um, in a future date. But we got some guests coming up. We got some guests coming up. Let me tell you. I got this brother named Chris Smith. It's going to be awesome. We're about to geek out because Chris Smith is all about academia and uh, research. Not all about that, but um, he's written something in particular called Open to Polyamory. You can Google it. Uh, It's going to be fun. Again, get your cash apps out. I want you guys to bless this brother. Feel free to bless me, too. You know, I'm just uh, I'm just a host. I'm just the little old host here. (laughs) My cash app is El Rico Ramon, El Rico Ramon. Email addressed, email Ramon at hotmail.com, E-L-R-E-C-O-R-A-M-O-N. If you want to be a guest host, let me know. I will allow you to come on Come on if I like you. If I don't, you can't do it. <laughs> I'm joking. Just hit me up. We'll see what we can do. And uh, social media platforms, multi-monogamous on TikTok, multi-monogamous on IG, multi-monogamous on Fanbase, Man, is is there any other social media platforms I need to connect to you? I hope not. You can find me. If you can't find me, then I don't know what to tell you. But uh, but yeah, that's what that's going to do it for this episode. And thank you so much for sitting here with me. It's been a pleasure. Again, this is I feel like I'm like, you know, laying on the couch here talking to you about a piece of who I am. So, you know, it's a little vulnerability in there, a little bit of insecurity involved also in these dialogues and um yeah, I just appreciate you uh, appreciate you having me over for dinner. Mm, I might use that to close out my <laughs> close out my episodes from, from now on. Thanks for having me for dinner. <laughs> Make a better meal next time. <laughs> I'm joking. All right, I gotta feed my dogs. You guys take care. This is the second edition of Multi Monogamous. I will see you on the next. Peace, peace, y'all. Cause that's my roller coaster love. My roller coaster love. Get to check out our other podcast about indigenous mental health called Normal LOL on iTunes, Blueberry, and other podcast platforms you visit often. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.